the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour number two starts right now. Did you know you can turn your small savings into impressive fortunes with the Alpha Beta Report? Expertly guided by certified pros who've transformed modest sums into vast treasures. Dive into investing, trading, and more by visiting alphabetareport.com, and you can amplify your financial growth today. And when you go to the website, there it is. You can click the green button, the Windsor discount, type in Windsor, W-I-N-D-S-O-R, and the guys over there will give you a, a price break on this magnificent education. I'm a supporter. And they support us at the Ohio Press Network. So thank you to the Alpha Beta Report. Alan, you look like you want to say something. You are increasing your expertise, even without your glasses on, by using two new words of the day. What were the two words? Superfluous and duplicative. Su- duplicative. It is duplicative. Yeah. Duplicative. That's how I'm saying it, doggone it. How do you, how do you pronounce or how do you? How, what's the definition of duplicative? Do you know? If you're if you're looking at the live video stream, I'm going to put it up there. Hang on, I got to use the other microphone. Okay, excellent. So, so which one did I say? Uh, superfluous and duplicative. So let's do superfluous uh, duplicative first. So here it is. It's an adjective okay. involving duplication, especially unnecessary repetition of effort or resources. Ah. All right. So there's that. One. Say that one more time. Okay, it's an adjective involving yep. duplication, especially unnecessary repetition of effort or resources. The repetition, example, effort, or resources. Okay. Okay, so that was, what did I say, du- duplicative. And here is... Well, su- by the way, that has nothing to do... Duplicative is totally different than plagiarism. FYI. Oh, okay. I, I feel like, but anyway, superfluous. Superfluous. Yep. Adjective, exceeding what is sufficient or necessary. Extra, not needed, unnecessary. Yeah. I got to answer the phone. Yeah, do it. So duplicative is a superfluous word to describe what's going on at Harvard. That's my take on it. There's plagiarism, and it is superfluous to call it duplicative. How about that? Uh, I know who we've got calling in. This is our guy. We're going to talk to him here in just a minute. Um, And I think it's going to be Adam Hewitt. Adam Hewitt is a political insider who uh, knows where the bodies are buried in D.C. I'm kidding. Uh, maybe. No, I am. And uh, he's also an expert on Ohio politics, and he really knows that 75 corridor up and down there in Ohio. And you know what? You can't win a statewide election without carrying the vote where this guy's from. So, Adam Hewitt, welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show. How are you today, man? Good, Jack. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Um, and with the new year comes new news. Holy smokes, man. Um, I, a couple things I want to talk with you about. Uh, I want to talk about the 2024 race for U.S. Senate, the 26th race for governor, 
Jeffrey Epstein and the elite connections and anything else that you want to talk about. But can we start with Epstein? Would that be all right? Yeah, I don't know much about him, but let's go at it. So that's exactly part of what I wanted to ask. That 75 corridor, (laughs) that area of Ohio that, that carries statewide office holders into the chair that they're seeking. I mean, it, it really is. You, you have to carry Western, Southwestern Ohio to win here in Ohio. What is, what is the, because you, you have a pulse. And I, when I say a pulse, like you're not in DC, you know, phoning it in like, Hey, this is what people want. You're, you're there. You're, you're with people uh, that, that have the same values that many of our listeners have. When they see something like this first tranche of documents that has all these names on it and depositions, what are people saying? Like, what is their reaction? Are they like, that's all right, give me a Bud Light, whatever? Yeah, I think, I think there's some of, it's kind of shake your head, here they go again. And by they, it's, it's you know, the kind of elite connected class, do what they want, and, and are so out of touch with the folks you just mentioned. So I think most people that, that I talk to and interact with, and, and kind of like you said, the average voter, it's like, I'm trying to put gas in my car, pay for daycare, and put food on the table. Uh, uh, I, I don't really care about these, these sickos. Yeah. And I think, um, I think that that resonates with some people. I actually had somebody text me last night and go, what is this all about? Are they trying to get justice here? Are they trying to distract? Now, Mark R. Weaver, he is actually still a prosecutor. I didn't realize that until today. He is still a prosecutor. He talked to this and he said, you know, this is really about getting information into the public hands. So the circles where some of these people run, there can be accountability. But like you said, I mean, these are the Alan Dershowitzes of the world, the Bill Clintons of the world. Uh, yeah. So Jeffrey Epstein, who's no longer with us, of the world, Les Wexner's of the world. Um, it just it seems like a lot of out of touch information. Um, but do you think let me ask you this. Do you think it is a tale for our time? Do you think that the people we elect by and large um, and this isn't all about elected officials, Epstein's list, by the way. But do you think the people that we elect are, are, are out of touch on average with their voters? I think some are, but there, I think there are more good folks in, in politics than, than we want to admit. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I, I do think what you said about, I mean, like you said, Epstein's list. The average person doesn't have a list and fly to wherever the hell they were going, do whatever <laughs> they were doing. So you can't relate to it. That's right. So, it's, 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 it's like I said a while back, it's authenticity and relatability. thing. So, yeah. you know, when you can relate to something, then you kind of want to understand it and follow it more. When you can't, it's like, uh, let's tune this out. All right. So speaking of authenticity and relatability, yesterday, Club for Growth announced their endorsement of Bernie Marino for U.S. Senate. Now, Donald Trump has already done that, which actually makes the endorsement of Club for Growth interesting because Club for Growth and Donald Trump are sometimes on the opposite side of things. J.D. Vance is supporting Bernie. And today it was announced that Warren Davidson uh, is supporting Bernie Marino. Do you think that these endorsements are starting to pile up and really tip the scale in Bernie's favor? And how do you see this 24 race for the U.S. Senate shaping up? I think endorsements are important. Um, if if the folks that actually endorse the candidate go work for them and, and, and put some of the power behind them versus just putting out a press release, because sometimes endorsements don't matter, in my opinion. Uh, to answer your question more directly, yes, I do think they're piling up. But the question, like I said a few weeks ago, uh, and, and the goal, I should say, is who can beat Sherrod Brown? Because none of this ma- matters if we can't win the general election. Do you think... Uh 
anyone is positioned, and I, I know I'm putting you on the spot, you don't have to answer it. Do you think there is a Republican right now that is best positioned to defeat Sherrod Brown in a general election? You know, I think I think Bernie's, uh, like I said, picking up momentum and piling up the endorsements, like you said, but, but I would keep an eye on Matt Dolan. So it's interesting that you say that. I talked to somebody yesterday, and I said, the thing about Matt Dolan is twofold. He's never lied to me. He's always been direct with me. I haven't always liked his answers. I think he's a trans Republican. I think he's more Democrat than he is Republican. But that might actually bode well for him in a general election if they can show, hey, um, Sherrod Brown is more like Joe Biden than Joe Manchin. And Matt Dolan is, is you know, more center. Uh, do you think that's why? Do you think he's the guy that can pull some independent voters? Yeah, I think sometimes we get too cute with this. And if you think a little bit deeper, if you're Bernie, you're, you're kind of in the Trump lane now, right? You get the endorsement, and that's kind of what we've been talking about. Uh, you know, Frank LaRose, we know what, what Frank's about. He's been on the ballot before. And Dolan's kind of just said the same thing. I'm Matt Dolan. I'm not going hard for Trump. I'm not really bashing him. So if you're, if you're Dolan you want probably Frank to get out of the race so it's a one-on-one. But if you're Bernie, you probably want Frank to stay in the race. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that, probably an easier path to victory for, yeah, that makes that makes total sense. Um, well, let's talk about, we've got about a minute and a half here. In 2026, there's going to be another race for governor, and there are a lot of really angry people right now at Mike DeWine, and I'm one of them. Uh <laughs> who do you think is uh, looking good right now? I know, I know that's way ahead of the curve, but when you look at the race, I'm, I'm hearing names like uh, Davios, John Husted. I don't know, maybe Warren Davidson. Uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, all three you said are definitely looking at it, and I think you're right. People are extremely angry at Mike DeWine, especially over where I'm from, like you said, the 75 corridor. The question is, will it actually stick to, to someone you know, people remember this kind of stuff this far out, meaning you remember during COVID how angry people were, and then Mike DeWine, you know, DeWine wins in a landslide. So uh, sometimes I think uh, short-term memory, short-term kind of tunnel vision uh, matters in politics. And if you think about it, back during the last Senate race, we all said, uh, you know, Josh Mandel or Jane Timken would carry Mike DeWine across the finish line. The fact was Mike DeWine carried J.D. Vance across the finish line. Isn't that interesting? And, you know, by the way, 30 seconds here, Mike DeWine was was pro-abortion and his opponent, Nan Whaley, wasn't. Um, and so that even throws a, dis- a different curveball because we know the left loves to run on abortion. Uh, Adam, about 20 seconds. Is there anything else you want to say to our listeners today before we go? Yeah, real quick, i got to ask you, how good were those two college football playoff games? I know the Buckeyes oh, weren't in. Oh, man. Fantastic. It was That was good football brother and i hate to say it i'm not a u of m fan i will never root for the team up north but that was a football game that was a playoff football great football game. game amen brother hey enjoy your weekend we'll talk to you next week all right all right man thanks a lot yeah. hey stay tuned uh more to come on the other side of this break the bruce Hooley show i don't know what alan and i are going to get into we might we might we might get a third word of the day that would be superfluous that would be excessive um but who knows uh <laughs> but just make sure that you stay tuned we've got more Hey, just a reminder, if you got engaged and you're looking for a wedding venue, you need to check out The Legacy on Possum Run. And you can do that by going to thelegacyonpossumrun.com. You'll see the beautiful space. 
the calendar, pricing's all there. It's simple. And then you're going to understand why Ohioans all over the state are raving about the Legacy on Possum Run. So thelegacyonpossumrun.com, your legacy begins here. And disclaimer, my wife largely runs that business. So when you support it, you're supporting us. So thank you. All right. I asked a question at the top of today's show, and no one's really weighed in on it much. And I think it's a, a pretty hefty, convoluted question. And I, I posted it to Twitter as well. And if you're not yet following, get over to Twitter. It's at Jack Windsor, W-I-N-D-S-O-R. And I've been posting questions that you can respond to, and your responses have been fantastic. So I asked, uh, progressives claim that the Great Reset, an initiative of the World Economic Forum, has been wielded by right-wing extremists as a conspiracy that elites are trying to tear down capitalism and democracy and replace it with communism and one-world government. Yet the Great Reset is real. When you go to the World Economic Forum and their website, you can read about it. Uh, there was a big video that came out in the middle of COVID that said, uh, you will own nothing and you will be happy about it. Um, but climate czar John Kerry says that it's real. In fact, I'll play that clip here in a minute. So what is it? Drop your answers below. Um, there are a couple of answers. Alan, you look like you want to weigh in. What, what's your visceral response to what is the Great Reset? See the book of Revelation. Okay. Yeah. It's consolidation of power. All that. Mm-hmm. All, all, everything. You're implanting chips, whether it's messenger RNA, whether it's uh, jab or don't fly, that kind of nonsense. You know, everything's a trial balloon for them, you know, and then they'll see what's popular and what people go, oh, okay, that's not so bad. So it, it's one bite at a time, the way they eat their elephant. And, you know, what ends up happening is, I'll give you an example, because you men- mentioned uh, mRNA, messenger RNA, right? I remember, actually, DeWine's uh, press lackey, uh, Dan Tyranny, made a comment one time that, that the, the mRNA vaccine doesn't do anything to your, to your DNA. Well, no, technically it doesn't. But later on, they came out and said, okay, we're seeing some things here with the RNA that we shouldn't be seeing. And so, you know, when you get out in front of it and you go, hey, this might be an issue, they come at you hard and they whack you down, right? Like, there's nothing here. You're not an expert. You're not an expert. You're not a doctor. You are not. You're being duplicitous. You're trying to repeat the words of medical journals. But then information comes out and they never admit it. They never own it. And, you know, we kind of saw the same thing with the vaccines. Uh, Dr. Vanderhoff came out and said, these are completely safe and completely effective. I remember him being on the track at Worthington High School saying that. And I'm going, this guy's a clown. He's an absolute clown. And then, you know, a few years later, just just casually, the New York Times says, yeah, yeah, newborns that have taken this, they're, they're having seizures. But that, that don't don't panic. That's kind of normal. And uh, myocarditis in 15-year-old boys seems to go up, but, you know, just kind of par for the course. The CDC, if I'm not mistaken, in the middle of the night, changed the definition of vaccine. Ah, what? okay. I didn't know that. Well, maybe I did. And it subtly went from, basically, this will prevent you 
from getting polio or whatever to it's more of a prophylactic. Yep. Kind of that was kind of the gist of it. Well, you know, they kind of had to take that angle, right? Because sure. the whole basis of vaccination is built upon natural immunity. And during COVID, natural immunity was a word that would get you canceled on Facebook, on Twitter, at press briefings. So would ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. That's right. So, you know, the whole the whole premise was we're going to give you a little bit and it's going to get into your system just enough that you start to build these antibodies and you build some uh, strong, robust, natural immunity. But when you wanted to talk about that with COVID, it was like, no, 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 no. You need the new shots. You need this stuff. That stuff is not going to work. This stuff is, is what you need. And they were dishonest about it. That's the worst part to me. And uh, at any rate, when we talk about the Great Reset, um, a couple of the answers I've received. Communism, a political theory derived from Karl Marx, advocating class war and leading to a society in which all property is publicly owned and each person works and is paid according to their abilities and needs. Synonymous, DEI, Great Reset. Trans acceptance. That, that's one response. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the other response is, where did it go? Come on. Okay. Um, let's stop calling them progressives. They're the polar opposite of progress. The correct terminology should be regressives. After all, can I say, yeah, I can say this word on the air. Asinine ideas want to see us sent back to long before the 1940s in most cases. That's not progress. So the reason I asked the question is, you know, I stumbled upon the Institute for Strategic Dialogue. I mean, that just sounds like. You should wear your glasses when you can say that. The Institute. Have a foreign accent, too. Hey, bloke. It's, <laughs> it's the Institute for Strategic dialogue and they are talking they're discussing the great reset and we are going to talk today about the misconceptions around the great reset how'd i do good all good. right perfect I can come back <laughs> the or, origin of the great reset and related misconceptions so i'm going to read some of this now and then and then more after the break uh the great reset is the name of the world economic forum initiative so it's real Launched in June 2020 in response to economic and social conditions stemming from the COVID-19 pandemic, the call to action plan encouraged governments to steer markets toward fairer outcomes for societies. Fairer outcomes. You mean away from merit? Um, to rethink capital investment in order to help advance common goals such as sustainability. There's the word. There's the word that our guest, Lisa Logan, discussed last week, sustainability. In the name of sustainability, they are going to alter transportation, uh, development, education, right? And we have to do it because we need to be sustainable. It's their religion. And use technology in support of society's best interests, the collective. Okay, I'm, I'm one paragraph in, and this already sounds like a communist manifesto there, uh, Institute for Strategic Dialogue. As an influential lobbying organization, WEF, World Economic Forum, membership includes many of the world's most powerful individuals 
From CEOs of major corporations to political leaders, journalists, and celebrities, its mission is to shape global, regional, and industrial agendas, according to the website. <laughs> um, you're not helping your cause there. I'm just telling you. Uh, more on the Great Reset. And the phone lines are open to you. 844-TALK-989. That's 844-825-5989. If you want to talk about the Great Reset and what it means to you, give us a shout. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 